0: Welcome to the Home Team Podcast. Welcome to the Home Team Sacramento podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto, and with us today is the assistant football coach at Yuba College, Alex Zavala. What's going on, Coach?
1: What's going on, man? How are we doing tonight?
0: I'm doing well, man. I'm pre- I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you got you yeah. got a lot going on, so
1: yeah, uh, definitely, man. Definitely, it's that time of year, man. But it's uh, it's uh, it's good and exciting at the same time,
0: man. I, you know, I never played I never played football when I was younger. I mean, I played flag football and stuff <laughs> like that, but I mean, I was you know, I was tall and skinny and I'm the oldest of my family. And my mom's <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. And then when my, when my two younger brothers, which is I'm, uh, they're seven and nine years younger than me. She's like, Oh yeah, you guys want to play go for it. And they ended up, they ended up uh, quitting in the middle of the preseason workout. So, <laughs> I, so I, I always tell my mom now, it's like, just so you know, I wouldn't have quit. So, um, yeah. but they probably would have broke me in half if I played, but you <laughs> know, that, that being said though, man, I, I have a, a huge appreciation for what you guys do because I just feel like the, I mean, there's, there's preparation for all sports but the, yeah. you know, the preparation for, for for football is just, it's different. You guys only play once a week, but the preparation yeah. goes wild.
1: It, yeah. And the crazy thing is it, it's year round. A lot of people think that it just goes, you know, for a few months out of the year, but for us, um, you know, especially at the, uh, I mean, at the level I'm at, you know, I know it's, it's year round um, whether it's, uh, you know, film breakdown, or it's having meetings with the guys that you're in contact with, or if it's just having staff meetings, um, it's year round for us, uh, obviously with COVID, you know, it's changed everything. And, you know, COVID was just, it just kind of threw everything out of whack. But I mean, prior to COVID, I mean, it was, it was a weekly thing, um, maybe three to four days a week. We were either doing, uh, you know, text messages or phone calls, or, uh, we were coming down to the campus and we'd meet once a week and, and talk. So, yeah, it's definitely a lot of preparation. I mean, I'm I'm sure that there's other sports that do the same thing, you know what I mean? But I mean, as far as for you know what we do at our level, I mean, yeah, it's it's year round. And then once you actually get into the season, it's 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 almost like an all-day thing.
0: Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> man, it's crazy. So I have a ton more, you know, coaching questions and football questions huh? for you. But um, man, I want to jump off here because this is typically where we start with everybody uh, tell us a little bit about your athletic and coaching background and then how you ended up at Yuba college. Cause I mean, oh, you know, I'll say this before you start that, man, you sent yeah. me an article when we first set this thing up and I was reading yeah. the article. Um, I didn't realize how crazy your journey was. Um, uh, yeah. it's, it's a wild, wild journey. So I'm really excited to hear this, man. So go, please go ahead.
1: So, uh, I'm from Gaul. I'm originally from Gaul. You know, I graduated from Gaul high school in 1998. Um, and I played football, uh, my sophomore through my senior year. So I played basketball, football, uh, did a little bit of track, uh, but it was just mainly, mainly football. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 didn't start playing football until about eighth grade. That was my first year prior to that. It was all soccer for me. Uh, my brother, my older brother played soccer and my dad growing up played soccer. So it was all soccer for us. But, uh, I, I was that tall skinny kid that, you know, my mom didn't want me to play football because she felt like, <laughs> you <laughs> I know, did. I was going to get hurt, but, but you know we all my buddies played. I mean everybody was was playing, you know. So my 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 parents let me play football and it was probably at that time one of the best things that could have happened for me. Um and it just kind of carried over to high school ball. You know, I played pretty I played a little bit of everything in high school, but my junior senior year was mainly a defensive player outside linebacker. Um and then once I graduated from Gaul, uh, I went to Sac City for summer ball. Uh the Sac City head football coach was Uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Coach Griffin. He was an English teacher at Gall High School. Hmm. So he recruited a bunch of us, you know, and this is back when, uh, you know, City was the junior college to go to for football in the area. Um, Spent all summer going through summer ball and just to be told, you know, right after summer summer ball was over, Coach Griffin pulled me in the office and said, hey, man, you're not going to play much this year. You're going to redshirt. I had like these two All-American linebackers that were in front of me. He just said, and I, and I, for me, it was just, I just want to go to school, play some ball, get my degree and move on. You know, I'm not looking to, to go big time. And I knew that I wasn't. So I got, I, the next day I was up at Sierra College. Um, so I ended up going to Sierra College to play football. Um, and when I got done playing football, it was pretty much, uh, you know, I went to work, started working in the restaurant. Well, I've been working in the restaurant industry since I was in high school, but hmm uh, you know, became a manager at Applebee's and, you know, it was just working and finishing school, just kind of keeping busy. And then, um, I was approached to play semi-pro, you know, 23 years old, I was still in shape. And, you know, so I played around the semi-pro you know, scene for a while. And, and then about 2006, 2007, I blew my knee out twice, tore my ACL. Oh, just nasty. Yeah, it was bad. So I was, you know, I was pretty much home, recovering from ACL surgery. Um, Gulf high school, had just got a new head coach. Uh, and I was like, you know what, man? I just kind of told myself, well, I just want to kind of go hang out be involved and be around the kids and just kind of be around the program again. And just little by little. You know, I started off as a, a JV offensive and defensive line coach. Um, and then shortly thereafter, just kind of transitioned from JV to varsity as an assistant. Um, and I was at golf for about four years. Um, the last year I was there was the first year that Liberty Ranch High School came into golf. So hmm. it was kind of like, um, you know, it was, it, it was during that transition where, you know, happens when you get a new high school in town, all the kids start leaving the old high school to go to the new high school. And we lost, we, were, we only had like 18 kids Ooh. on the varsity team. So, at that point, we um, we had hired a new football coach at Galt, but I wasn't sure if I was staying on, on staff or not. So what I did was uh, at that time I was working graveyard at a casino. I was an assistant beverage manager, and I just kind of told myself, I'm like, you know what, man, I, I really want to do something more with this. Uh, I was just a varsity assistant line coach. I'm like, man, I gotta, you know, I want to step up a little bit more. So I was taking some summer school classes at Sierra. And I sent Coach Tisdale, Jeff Tisdale, an email like at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, working in Graveyard. And all I said was like, hey, coach, you know, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. Like, you guys need any assistance? I'll, I'll come on board and I'll pretty much be a ball boy. I just want to, you know, I want to go up to the next level. And like an hour, an hour later, he calls me at 4.30 like in the morning. And I'm just, okay, hey. he's up, you know, he's an early riser. So yeah, he says, well, come by, come by and talk, you know, come by. We'll sit down and talk a little bit. So, you know, he, he knew my old high school coach and, um, you know, he knew a few coaches that I, I knew and he was like, well, we're going to give you a little tryout. you know come off for summer ball. Uh, if the guy, if the kids like you, then we'll keep you. If not, then you got to move on. I said, perfect. You know, he's like, but you got to be here every day. Um, if you're not going to be here, I need to know, you know, he was very strict about that. You know, he didn't want anybody on the program that was going to hurt the program. So there it went summer ball went around, uh, you know, I just was pretty much for the first 10 or 15 minutes of practice, I did the offensive line individual drills. And after that, I was pretty much a ball boy for the rest of practice. Mm-hmm. Um, we, had our, we had our practice sheets where, you know, he would give us, uh, he'd tell us which, which yard line the ball needed to be, which has. And I needed to have it there. So that was it. I mean, that was it for the whole summer. Um, as soon as summer ball was over, he pretty much hired me, but there was no pay. It was pretty much, um, hey, we'll pay you in gear. Uh, we'll buy you lunch. And, you know, so I was like, no worries. You know, I was working part-time at the time. Uh, I, I, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have my daughter yet. I was like, Hey, it's all good coach. I I can work part-time here or there. We'll make it work. You know? So pretty much I, I worked side by side with him in 2012. Um, and I learned so much from Tisdale. I mean, uh, everything we did, he was, you know, he, come here, you know, he showed me everything. We do film together long days, you know, I'm talking, we would we would get home from a road game, you know, Sunday mornings at like two three in the morning, and we'd have to be back at eight a.m. to do film from like eight a.m. to like six p.m. and it was mm-hmm. just oh you know, just breaking down film and you know Tisdale Tisdale was at Nevada Reno for a while yeah um, so he left Nevada came back to Sierra so I mean the environment that he had as for his first coaches was kind of like that you know that D one expectation as far as like you got to make sure your guys know what they're doing um, so. While I was on staff at Sierra, uh, we went to a bowl game that year. You know, I ended up getting hired. I was offensive line coach there. Uh, One of our wide receivers coaches named Skip Albano, uh, he was – he goes overseas to Europe every year to coach. Uh, They have – their season starts in January. So a lot of Europe, uh, you know, France, uh, Spain, Italy, Germany – a lot of these countries they have football and it's just like at the opposite time as our season starts. you know so he approached me when the season was over and he says hey hey coach i got a question for you he's like hey man uh i got a job for you if you want to take it and i said what's that he goes uh there's a team in france that's looking for a coach And I said, what he's like yeah, yeah yeah like you know and he's like filling me in and i'm like whatever skip because skip would always mess with me and i was like so he's like no i'm serious he goes I think his, his in-laws or his, his wife's mom was sick or something. So he's like, I can't go, man. Like, um, but they asked me if I knew somebody. He's like, you don't have a job? Like, you're not, like, do you want to go? I'm like, oh, okay, you know. So about a week later, I got an email from the team. Uh, it's in France. It's called Flash de la Corneve. It's a little suburb of Paris. And the, they're like, yeah, we want to have a Zoom meeting with you. So like, okay, cool, you know. So we did a Zoom interview with myself and then the head coach that was Uh Rick Rhodes, he was from like the Alabama area. He's been around coaching uh you know Troy State. Uh he coached in the XFL. He's been all over the place. He's one of Skip's friends. Um so they pretty much interviewed me like a day later, was like, You got the job. Wow. You know, so yeah. So I had to I had to get my passport. Um, I had to, you know, get all that paperwork ready. And this was uh late November, I think. So um, they they're like okay well uh, what's the closest airport and I'm like San Francisco they're like all right man you got a ticket for January 3rd you're flying out you know Whoa. and I was like wow yeah <laughs> so I had a month to like I was like holy crap and so then I, I I didn't ask any questions so as we were getting closer I started asking the the coach that I got hired with I was like hey how long are we gonna be gone for he's like oh we'll probably be out there for like seven eight months and I was like holy Ooh. crap you know yeah <laughs> so you know took care of business while I was here. And I got, I mean, next thing you know, man, I'm on a a 14 hour flight to Paris and I got there. And so every, at that time, uh, the league that we were in, every team was allowed to have like two international players. So we had a guy from uh, Oregon and a guy from Texas, Mm -hmm. uh, that I had connected with prior to leaving. So when we got there, we kind of already knew who we were and, you know, we each had our own little studio apartment. we had a travel pass that we could go anywhere, anywhere in downtown Paris. Um, You know, just had like this little card, you swipe it and you got on the bus, on the light rail, on the taxi. And it was just like, um, it was like, I don't know, maybe towards the end of January is when we actually started working and coaching. Um, We practiced three days a week and we played on Saturdays, you know, and, um, the other times that we weren't practicing it was just like do whatever you want so we just you know we go on wow on trips yeah it was like i think like the first big trip i took was i went to normandy and checked out the beaches of normandy oh yeah yeah and it was just like you know we had this little car and it was a three or four hour drive out of paris and uh, we spent the whole day out there it was just you know all all that stuff was just um it was just definitely like um like a dream come true. You know I mean? I couldn't believe that I was in Paris, you know, in, in yeah. France. And right. and so, so the team that we coached, uh, they, they had a history of winning championships. Like they had won national championships forever and it was supposed to be a down year for them when, uh, when they hired us, but, uh, you know, to make a long story short, man, we, we had a good run. We made it all the way to the national championship. Um, I was a defensive coordinator for the team. We ended up, Finishing the season off, we, had, we lost in the title game 14 to seven. Hmm. Um, you know, had the number one defense in Europe. Uh, it was just like all of these experiences that I had with the coaches that I worked with. Um, you know, when we weren't coaching for the team, we were running youth football camps for the kids. Um, the organization had like their elite team, which was like their, prof- you know, like their professional team. And then they had a couple feeder programs that we worked with and would coach in the off time. Uh, it, it was just an overall great experience. I mean, you know, I didn't have to worry about work. Everything was paid for as far as my housing, um, transportation, any kind of, you know, insurance, medical, anything. Everything was paid for. Um, they fed us every day. So it, it was just like a, it was just a great experience, man. I mean, I, I look back on that and it's like – it, was, it just happened for me at the right time, you know. Right, right. So, um, yeah. So we we went out there and it was fun. I mean, and then it's, but as soon as the championship game was over, I mean, we were we were all ready to come home, you sure. know. Uh, sure, Uh It was like late June, so that's like when the tourist season starts and everything gets expensive out there and it's no fun anymore. It's hot. Right. We're like, all right, we're ready to go.
0: Started <laughs> <time to> bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So. It was it was great, man. It, you know, when I while I was out there, though, the cool thing is like every team out there had American coaches. You know, mm-hmm. there was American players, so there was guys on other teams that were in and out of NFL camps. So you got we had an opportunity. I mean, I've met so many people. I was out there a lot. I made a lot of you know some of the guys are still friends to this day. A lot of connections, and uh, you know, just a lot of a lot of people in the football world that you know um, that have helped me along the way. Um, and it's been great, man. When I got home from France, the very first week I got offered a job to go back to Italy. Um, there all these job offers started coming in. Um, but it, it just, you know, the money wasn't right. And then, you know, the, the housing and all that stuff, all the details just weren't right. But I mean, a lot of teams till this day, I mean, I get, I get emails every year around November, you know, asking, Hey, you want to come on coach? Obviously I have my daughter now. So, I mean, I can't really do that, but, yeah um yeah i mean it's a cool it's a cool thing to do you know it's one of those things like when i'm older and retired and i don't have a, a kids i gotta take care of it be happy to travel the world and coach football you yeah. know so
0: that's crazy yeah. man like i like i said man i read your article i'm like that's that's the part that probably stuck out the most i'm like oh he, yeah. he, he was coaching a french team like, yeah what, what is <laughs> what is this like how, how much how much different is how much different is the game? I mean, I mean Man, not the game, it, but like the culture of the game, right? The style of play. I mean, I know I'm not a, I'm not a big soccer guy, but like I yeah, know people you know, love soccer. And they talk about how different yeah. their styles are, right? It's like the same with football.
1: It's um, it's a little different out there in the sense that you know people want to learn and they want to get better. You yeah. know, they the guy there's guys out there that, and especially on on a team like the team that we had, um, there was a couple of guys that played in the you know, the old uh, NFL Europe league and oh, they yeah. played for the Barcelona Dragons. So there's a lot of older guys on the team, but there was guys on our squad that, um, you know, they're trying to make it out of France and get into the league and get into the States. And there's some the guys did, you know, really? one of the guys, uh, Anthony Mahungu, he ended up uh, going to West Hills college <laughs> in Kalinga, uh, in 2014, got a full scholarship to Purdue. Um, You know, he ended up going to camp with the Eagles uh, the year after they won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys that, you know, so it's it's just different in a sense out there that, you know, people want to, the players want to learn. You know, they want to be coached up and they want to, they take it all in. You know, there was times we would have meetings after football practice and guys would call us or text us, hey, can we meet? Like, yeah. And and as a coach, man, you love it when the guys want to learn and they want to get better. They want to watch film. So, um, as far as the speed, it is a little bit slower out there. Um, but again, I mean, it just kind of depends on, on as the coaches that they bring in, you know, um, a lot of the teams have American coaches. Um, so it just kind of every, you know, a lot of those teams keep the same coach year after year. So, but for the most part, man, it's just about the same. Um, there are some things that are a little different here and there. Like when we travel to away games, like we would bring two officials and they would have two officials. So it, it, it was just kind of, yeah, it, it was weird with the officiating crew. It was like, you know, uh, but I mean, it's they do what they got to do to make things happen, you know? So, right. But I mean, yeah, the kids out there, you know, because here in Europe. I mean, the first thing in France is, is rugby, you know, rugby is big. Yeah. Then it's soccer, then basketball, then football. So, you know, uh, it was, it was a great learning experience from, for me. And, uh, it was fun, man. We had a blast, especially with the guys that I was coaching with. I mean, we just had a blast and I soaked it all, but every time I got an opportunity to go out, I mean, it was like no practice today, no nothing. I was packing the lunch and we were going on, you know, going to check out museums and, you know, just checking on all those cool things that are out. There's so much history out there in France, yeah, you know,
0: for sure. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, let me ask you this. So, I, I'm sure I, obviously you played sports. I, you know, I played sports, not the same level that you did, but you know, i I love sports, man. And I know there. I can think back to guys that I played baseball with in high school, and even even before high school, I was just playing like in pony yeah. ball and stuff like that. And I can I remember guys that when you even back then you're watching them. It's like okay, at some point this dude's gonna go coach. And sure enough, yeah. there's probably about four or five guys that I played with that. Mm -hmm. that mentality as players that are now coaching somewhere else. Was that, was that you? Did, did, did you always know you were going to coach or did you kind of find the passion for it later?
1: Growing up, my dad, my dad was big into soccer. Um, my older brother and I, you know, as we were younger, man, it was all soccer in the house. So my dad used to play when he was younger. You know, I, I don't know how, how far my dad got with soccer because he had my older brother and sister, but my mom used to tell us stories about how, you know, she used to go watch my dad play. And I remember when I was younger, too, my, we used to go watch my dad play on the adult soccer leagues on Sundays. But um, my dad coached a lot. And when he coached uh, the adult teams, uh, he was very successful. Like, he would have his teams always in tournaments, winning championships, and I would always go to practice with him. So, like, I always watched my pops coach. And it was one of those things where, like, not only did I look up to my dad because he's my dad, he's my hero and everything, but, I mean, I always, like, I always wanted to be just like my dad and a lot of things that I do now with the coaching and and the interaction that I have with my players it's like I see a lot of that i got from my pops you know my dad was he was like a um he was very um strict with his players and like he knew when to push them, but he also knew when to kind of back off a little bit um and my dad was just like a, he was a very very attention to detail and he would tell you why he's teaching you what he's telling you like you know it was just re- just really good coach and my dad was as a coach, he was very successful. You know, he knew the game really well. Um he was he would even do like uh he would referee soccer games um whenever there was any kind of big games, any kind of exhibition games that would come into like the Sacramento area. Yeah. Whether if it was like semi-professional, or whatever, my dad would always get that called. He would do a lot of the games. So my dad was very big in the game and you know, he knew it very well. And and I just always would see myself, I mean, I won't be just like my dad when I get older. And I and I've done a lot of things that you know, uh, my, uh, on Sundays we'd go to church and then we'd go to soccer games afterwards. And yeah. it was me my brother my sisters and my mom, you know, we'd be there hanging out, watching the games and whether my dad was coaching or if he was coaching, playing or refing, And my daughter now, I take her to football practice and she loves it. You know, she loves being there. Oh, that's awesome. Man. Um, she enjoys it. Um, it's never like, Hey Bobby, can we go home? Like, no, she's out there and when it's time to go home, she doesn't want to leave, you know? <laughs> uh, (laughs) so you know the titans
0: that uh yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: my daughter loves it you know she loves she loves going to football practice and then uh when we have games if i have her if she comes with me you know um she she goes with me and she's really good she's really good with that and so um yeah i mean i i always saw myself doing that when i was younger you know Um, yeah but and part of the main reason why i got back into coaching got into coaching was i just wanted to give back you know uh Going to golf, you know, we had a we had a great team my junior senior year. Um, the coaches that, I, that coached me back then they did a lot for me, um, and they were just some of my role models growing up, you know. So when I when I got into coaching, I just wanted to give back to the program that gave so much to me. Yeah, and I knew some of the guys that were coaching. Some guys were a little bit older than me, but you know, it, it was just one of those things. Well, let me let me if I can teach someone or you know share my experience with some of these kids and they can learn from it, then I'm good, you know.
0: Yeah. I love it, man. And I love the fact, you know, I know I've heard this from a lot of coaches because like we talked about the very beginning coaching is such a grind, there's, there's so much sacrifice, so much time that it requires. And when you have a family, you know, that can be, that can be a really tough thing to balance. And so I hear a lot of coaches do the same thing that you're doing, where you bring, you bring your daughter, they bring their kids to the practices and to the games so that they can be involved in what you're doing. And I imagine that that's a huge thing for some of your athletes too, because obviously you've been around coaching for a while. You know that everybody has different backgrounds. Everybody has different family structures. Some, some guys that come into your program may have great relationships with your dad, with their dad, like you did Some may not have a dad. And so, you know, is that something that's on on the, at the forefront of their minds? Like when they see you interact with your daughter, that you're, you're being an example of what a dad looks like to those guys. And it's, they probably almost see you as a father figure. Like, does that that's like, do you feel that responsibility when you're out there?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, when I, when I used to coach the youth football program, I used to tell my guys, like, when I was head coach of the youth team, I used to tell my coaches, we'd always meet on Sundays. But I would always tell them, like, hey, if you got stuff to do with the family, just go. It's cool. Like, don't worry about it. Just let me know. Or, hey, if you got to bring the kids to practice, bring them to practice. Like, it's all good. Like, I don't mind doing it. I remember when I was, when I was younger, uh, when I was in high school, um, you know, uh, my, my, one of my best friends is Adam Feuerbach, his dad, Coach Feuerbach. He just retired, I think, last year. He was our football coach at golf. Uh Adam's older brother, Jason, uh, was at Whitney, I think, for a while. And I think he just got hired on a CIF or whatever. Okay. And his two younger brothers, Shane and, and Zach, man, they said, come to practice, man. And These kids were like just little guys running around practice field, you know, throwing the bags at each other, beating up on each other. And, and it was like they were part of the team, you know what I mean? They never yeah. got in the way. You yeah. know, they never got in the way. They never really hurt each other. <laughs> but they were always there and they were always running around the locker room, but it was cool to see them interact with their dad, you know? And it was kind of like, man, like, that's cool. You know, like they're out here. And, and that's like my coach at you, but like, he doesn't mind if I bring my daughter around, even coach Hole, when he was there, he's like, yeah, bring her around. It's cool. Like she's here. She's got a real scooter, a little bike. And, and, you know, some of the guys, my players approach me and they're like, Oh, that's cool that you have that relationship with your daughter. And I tell them, like, Hey man, I'm, I'm always going to be a father first, you know, like, that's something that that's, that's no question though, that, you know, like I'm always going to be a father first to her, but I also like, there I've been some players that, you know, they don't, they don't have a father. They're not a the father figures aren't around. And I, I do what I can to kind of fill in that void. And they approach me, you know, cause a lot of these kids that we have on campus are from, they're from out of state, you know? So yeah. they, things happen. They go through stuff. They call us and they call me and, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, they see me interacting with my daughter and they, they like it. And they, they, they just kind of also, you know, they, they kind of see what kind of person I am. You know what I mean? And for me, it's like, man, I'm, I'm always going to be a dad first, you know, yeah. and everything else comes second. So, but it's great, man. I love having her around and the, and the coaches are cool with it. And the players like it and they enjoy it.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. That's what, you know, that's one of those things that anytime we talk to a coach and, and you, or even an athlete, you ask him like, Hey man, what's, what's something that you Remember from your one of your favorite coaches, and it's never like I remember when they called this play during the championship game that won the whole thing. It's it's, it has nothing to do with the X's and O's. It's always moments like that. Like oh, I remember when Coach Zavala was spending time with his daughter while he was coaching us. Or I I remember when uh, this coach visited me in the hospital. You know, whatever the case is. So it's like obviously we want to win games, we want to win titles, and you know you want to be successful. You know, in the standings on the on the scoreboard. But obviously there's like a much greater impact that can happen. You know, with sports, and I think. That's something oh, yeah, that, definitely. that you, you definitely touched on in that article that you sent me. Um, and I think you were referring to your dad and I think other coaches that you had where the things that you learn, the disciplines, the work ethic, everything that you learn during sports is stuff that's still benefiting you today. And I yeah. know you, you own your own business. Um, yeah. like how much of that do you feel like Like how important was that to your development as, as a man, as a, as a dad, as a business owner, like all of those things, like how important is sports to that part of your life?
1: It's, it's been a huge part of my life. You know, when I was going into my senior year at golf, I was the quarterback. I was going to be the man for the QB. And this is something that happened to me where at that time, I didn't understand. It was one of those things where like down the road, as I got older, I realized like what had happened, but I was, I was pulled into the office in the summer school. And I was told by my coach, he's like, you're not going to play quarterback this year. You're going to play defense and that's it. And the story. And I've been playing quarterback all through high school. So I'm like, I right, quit. I don't want to do this. And my best friend's dad, Adam, I mean, Adam Fordbach's that coach but Mark, he, he reminded me a lot of my dad with the way he approached this. Like, he had that uh, mentality that mindset is like, I don't want to hear you complaining. I don't want to hear you cry. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to feel it and don't come back, you know. But he pulled me aside and was like, hey, look this is a better move for the team. Yes. Like you'd be great playing quarterback, but this is going to be, it's going to make us better as a team. Uh, you know, he kind of gave me this little talk and yeah, I was like, all right, coach. All right. You know, and as the season went on, yes, yeah, so I saw later down the road where it was, but it just, it taught me so much about like, you know, a lot of times things happen and you're like, what the, you know, like, why is this going on right now? Why is this happening? And, and maybe you don't have that answer right then and there. But as, you know, you keep pushing, you keep plugging, you keep moving, you keep doing your thing down the road, like it all just kind of starts to come together and make sense. So sports for me has been huge and uh, to help me with everything that I've done, Um, you know, working in the food and beverage industry is not easy. It's one of the hardest things that I've done because I've worked in warehouses and I've done other kinds of jobs. But I mean, there's days where you work six, seven hours and you're good. There's days where you put in 14 hour days back to back and it's never easy. You sacrifice time with your, your family, your friends, your personal time. You know, people are calling you like, hey, we're hanging out. I park. But, You know, the weekends, it's, I'm working, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's like it makes me feel good about the hard work that I put in because you start to see it all pay off and you start achieving your goals and you start, you know, getting these things done. And you're like, wow. Like, and that's just it all comes from football. You know, when I was in high school, my coaches they were very strict with us with our classwork, our homework, uh, playing time. You miss practice, you don't play. I don't care, whatever it is. And um, and that's just how it is now with work. You know, you got to show up on time, you got to do the work. And if, it, if you work 14 hours, you got to do it. If you're not working 14 hours, well, good for you. You know, enjoy it. But it's helped me a lot, man. And it, it's, it's everything I do now, uh, the preparation, the commitment, it's just all about sports for me. I mean, I, I try to use all that for everything. It's, it's helped me, it's helped me get to where I'm at, you know, right now. Yeah. So there's still so much more that I want to do and I want to accomplish. Um, but I mean, for now, like I'm happy with where I'm at, life's good, you know, everything's good and, and it's been, it's been fun, but I know there's so much more to come, you know? So. Right. I'm excited.
0: That's awesome, man. Uh, let me ask you this. I should have asked it a little while ago, but I, I went on to something different, but, um, I know sometimes when, when guys go back and, and women go back to coach and they're, they're pretty, they're still pretty young and still pretty fresh off their playing days, it can be pretty challenging, not for yeah. everybody, but there's that, there's that raw passion, that raw emotion that you're taking into yeah. a coaching situation and you kind of pull your hair out sometimes. Like, like, why don't these kids get it? Like, why aren't they putting yeah. the same energy in, uh, what was that like for you? Like, did you have a tough time with that transition or was oh, it yeah, it was pretty easy? Yeah. yeah,
1: it was hard. It was hard, man. Yeah. It was I remember uh, my first two years, it was just like the yelling and screaming and, ah, you know, I thought that's – and I always thought, like, that's what good coaches do. And um, I took a step back, you know, and, and as, as I got older, started maturing as an adult, um, I started realizing like, man, like, as a player, I didn't like getting yelled at. I shut down. You know, if you yelled at me, I would shut down and if you wouldn't talk to me and tell me what I'm doing wrong. And that was part of the problem was that I was, I wasn't explaining to them what they were doing wrong. And, you know, I was very lucky and had some good coaches along the way that would, that kind of would give me those talks and like, Hey man, you got to relax a little bit. You got to talk to them and you got to know when to back off. And, you know, so as I got older, it changed. Um, I, I had, I had a um, a coach that, that I, I knew that coached me when I was younger who would always tell me like, hey, relax, relax, you know, like you gotta, so yeah, I mean, it's it's like that. It happens to a lot of us. I've been through it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I always thought like, you know, I'm hurt. No, you're not. Like, you know, it was always like, hey, I, I did it. You can do it, you know, but it's just, it's different now. The game is a lot different and, and kids are different. It's just a lot of different expectations now than it was before, but uh, But yeah, no, I definitely went through those growing pains as a coach and, um, I was lucky I had the right coaches around me that kind of guided me and made me the coach I am today, you know? So,
0: yeah, that's, um, it's, it's, I always love asking that question because everybody has the same reaction that you did. It's like,
1: it was tough. (laughs) It
0: was tough. (laughs) And like, you know, which makes sense, right? Cause like, you're still, you're still, I mean, you're still growing up at the same time. Right. And you're trying to come out and coach and there's that, like the heart behind it's really good. You want to, you want to impact some lives. you want to teach the game, but there is still that thing inside of you, like that fire is burning so bright inside of you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point, some of these coaches I talked to, they're like, I just wanted to take the helmet from the kid and just hop on the field myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. Just let me, hey man, let me do let me do this. Let me just do this, yeah. Because you, you're not doing it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's one of the, one of the challenges of being a coach, like you said, it's awesome that you were you were surrounded by what by awesome people.
1: Um, yeah, man. I I had a lot of good people around me that really helped guide me and you uh, were always there for me, so yeah, it helped a lot. It was a blessing.
0: You know? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I know you've been around the game for a while, and you you seem to know just a ton of coaches. One of the questions we ask on the show is obviously our tagline is you know even though we Wear different uniforms. We we're still a part of this home team, especially if your uh-huh. if your vision, your mission is to impact the lives of young athletes and make them better and make your communities better. Like we're yeah we're we're battling on Fridays and Saturday nights, right? But yeah. at the end of the day, like we're all a part of the same home team in Sacramento and the areas beyond. Um, that being said, we want to win. We like to win, and we want yeah. to be, we want to beat the opponents across the field from us. Uh, Who is a coach that you've coached against that? You just have like the utmost respect for and that you just love competing against because they bring out the best in you um, even though you want to beat them it's like you know yeah. I have nothing but love and respect for that coach because of what they what they do on the field for their athletes and what they do as far as bringing out the best of us like who's a coach that
1: oh, to you want man i mean i don't I don't have a specific coach yeah. um you know i don't I don't really have a specific coach but if i if I could use it uh, it was um you know, I used to run the Gulf junior warriors, the youth football program. Mm-hmm. And I was there for about five or six years and we played in a pretty tough league. It wasn't the youth football league. It was, it was the, some, some league down South, but, um, uh, uh, the Liberty, Liberty Ranch, junior Hawks, you know, the new program across town was in our league. And yeah. when I was there, it was like, we always had that, you know, Every time we go to playoffs, I would my coach was like, who are we going to get? I was like, anybody but the Hawks. Anybody <laughs> but the Hawks. Because we can beat anybody. But, it's, you know, when you play them, it's it's just always tough. But every year we played them. Every year, whether it was, like, the little guys or the bigger kids, every year we played them. Um, they brought the best out of us as coaches and as kids, man. And I always loved the cross-town rivalry because uh, it was fun. I mean, it was tough. We boys would get after each other. but And I know a lot of guys on that side, um, you know, I can't really name anybody specifically, but it was just always, always when we played them. And and that carried over to high school, too. I mean, I coached at Galt in 2016 and 2017, Um, and, you know, we did the Dairy Bowl. And the first year we were at Galt, I mean, we we went all the way down to the wire against the Hawks. I mean, you know, a lot of the coaches on that staff are guys that used to be at Galt, so, I mean... Um, it's just you know that whole cross down rivalry for me has always been big i mean it's been a while since i've been involved and coached i mean but i mean it's that's one of those things that always always i always look back on and, and i just today i was moving some boxes and i pulled out some team pictures that i had and i was like oh i remember that year you know but the hawks got us you know what i mean yeah. so but it's always it's yeah. always good to have that and at the end of the day you know you shake it up man it's, it's all love and you know, that's that's what it's all about for me. You know, I don't I don't think I've ever been a part of anything that's never been like that for me. You know, they've been at the JUCO level at the high school, you know, win or lose, man, it's always it's always just all love and, and it's just like, you know, um it's, it's always just it's always a good time. That's that's what it is for me, at least, you know.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh I apologize if you already mentioned this, but is there is there a reason why you wanted to be at that at that JC level rather than like a like a high school level or <sighs>
1: Man, I'll tell you, gosh, man, my, my goal and to this day, man, is I want to coach the NFL someday. That's yeah. my goal. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, um, that that I've always set out to do. I want to keep moving up. And when I, when I got to Sierra, I, I was with Tisdale. And then our running backs coach, Montrell Williams, uh, coach Montrell, um, you know, he passed away a few years ago. He was the guy that brought me to Yuba. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he... he Tommy, I learned a lot, and we were the two offensive assistants that, you know, he was still. I think he was still going to school to get his degree. So, you know, we were we were always just together on away games. Uh, we had a couple long road road trips, and um, and uh, and uh, you know, I just learned so much from the guy. And when I my daughter was born, uh, I took a few years off from football. And I, and I shot him a text and I was like, hey, man, like, where are you at right now? He said, I'm at Yuba. And I said, man, I kind of want to get back. Not even five minutes said he calls me. He's like, hey, man, we need an online coach right now. Wow. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, like, I'm going to have Coach Hall call you. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, like, the very next day, Coach Hall he lived in Davis. I was working at Woodland. We met, had coffee. And it was real quick. I mean, um, and that year we went on to win the bowl game. We had the number four Russian team in the state of California. Um, everything that I learned from Tisdale, just, you know, I just, I carry everything with me and, and I have that confidence in myself that I I know I'm a great offensive line coach and my goal is just to keep going, you know, keep going, keep going. Um, and hopefully coach at the highest level one day, you know, that's my goal. Yeah. Um, I love it. And that's where I want to be at, man. I mean, a lot of people, you know, I don't, I, I, a lot of people have, have helped me along the way definitely grateful you know i've had a lot of great coaches that have worked with me and, and I've, been, I've been part of a lot of great staffs you know i spent a year at granite bay i learned so much there in just that one year i was there yeah um you know i was at sierra with tisdale for a year and then went back to galt and you know kind of bounced around a little bit here and there i've been offered jobs everywhere here in sacramento but i'm at yuba right now i like it you know um we have we have a, a good thing going um, it's a small juco you know it's not very big and we do lose a lot of guys to ARC and city you know but sure. but I mean it's, it's good for what we're doing and I like it it's just fun and uh, I want to keep growing with them I just want to keep going up and that's my goal it's my goal is to coach the NFL one day you I love know, it man so.
0: I love that yeah. it, it seems that based on just everything you've been saying it seems like everything when you when you reach out to someone stuff happens stuff happens fast like yeah. the, the France trip it's like hey <laughs> get, get on a plane you're in France and then this job yeah. or, hey, make a phone call. Hey, you're on the team, your offensive line, offensive line coach. Like, yeah. like that's how your life goes, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's quick. And, and just, just yesterday, I got a phone call from, I guess called recruit nation. I guess that's a new, there's a showcase in June here in Sacramento. They called me like, Hey, can you be there? And I'm like, yeah, like Let's do it. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that scene. You know, when you do the combines and doing the camps and working with kids, I used to do the Nike, the Nike one that they used to have out in San Francisco or the Bay area every year. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: The opening. It,
1: yeah. The opening. The opening and yeah. my first one was when Eric arm said he was a senior at Pleasant Grove high school. Oh, oh, really? So, yeah. So, I mean, I I was every year I was out there working with all linemen and uh, one year they had me working with linebackers, you know, and, and it's cool because there's always, you know, like, like one year, Willie McGinnis was there. A lot of NFL guys coming in and wow. out of that place, you know? So but I, I like doing that kind of stuff. You know, I love working with guys. I'm all about process and I love, I'm a process guy. I love the process. And, um, yeah, man, it seems like things just happen. And, and, and the way I am is like, I know if I don't jump on this opportunity now, I'm not going to get it down the road. Yeah. So that's why when people say, Hey, you want to do this? I'm like, yep. Let's do it. Let's go. You know? And, and, and I love it. You know, that's why when I got the call from, from mantra about Yuba, I was like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. You know, I, I had gotten a few other phone calls from a few other high schools here in Sacramento. And I just, I said, like, Hey man, I can't do it, man. I'm working like crazy right now. I got my daughter. I, you know, I just can't, you know, I don't want to waste anybody's time, you know? So, so, you know, um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's good. It's fun, man. I love it. You know, I enjoy I enjoy doing it when I do it, but then also when it's time to work and be a dad, I love doing that as well. You know what I mean? So that's very important to me. So I always, I always got to have that balance with football and, and the family time with my daughter. Um, and obviously if something's got to go, it's got to be football or, you know, just my daughter is just, it's important to me. So. Yeah, that's awesome,
0: man. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of coaches listening feel that same way. So it's probably, it's probably always nice to hear that from another coach that's like, oh yeah, there's, yeah. These, there's awesome dads out there that are, you know, love the game, are passionate about the game, but the, the main thing is still the main thing, it's family. So.
1: Yeah, um, I, I took, um, I've taken some time off, you know, and with, with COVID it's, it's been, COVID was kind of a blessing in disguise because that year that, um, that we had, was it 2020 when COVID hit really hard, um, my role changed on, on the football team. So I was doing a lot more on-campus stuff. Mm-hmm. So my daughter had just started school. So I was like, oh, man, how am I going to do this and you know, drive there and drive here? And I was stressing out. And then when I got the phone call that um, you know there was going to be no season, the very next day we got the email from school that, Hey, we're going to do, you know, zoom classes every day. So that just gave me like more time with my daughter. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise, you know what yeah, I mean? So for sure. And I took it, I was like, Hey man, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to be on the grind, but spending time with my kid is a lot more important to me. So it was, you know, so, so now that we're getting, you know, last year was tough, the same COVID issues and this year. Now we're getting back into the full swing of things we're excited, man. I'm fun. I'm ready to go kind of rejuvenate a little bit, you know, took some time off and yeah. got, got the restaurant going and, and, and we're just, we're just ready to roll, man. That's it. So, uh, we're getting ready to start a summer ball here in a few weeks. So we're excited, man. So it, it's been, it's been there a long know. road, but I'm, I'm, I know that there's a lot more and, And and for me, it's like, I, I love coaching. I love working with other coaches. Anytime I can help out another coach or if a coach comes to me and says, Hey coach, can you, yeah, man, if I could teach them something, regardless if it's going to make them better than me or not, like I'm good with it because I had guys that did that to me, you know, where they were teaching me stuff and showing me things that they didn't have to, but they did. And, you know, so anytime I get in a room with people, I go to every coaching clinic. I can make it, they make it, make it too. Um, any, any kind of football get together that involves coaches and meeting coaches, I'm there as much as I can be. Um, and just try to get to know people and get to know everybody involved in the, in the game, you know? So it's fun, man. I love it. I enjoy it, man. It's just good times, you know, at the end of the day, if things don't work out, at least I made some good friends and, and, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun.
0: Well, and you can say that you gave it everything you had to man. Like it's, yeah. like you, you know, just like, and I love what you said. I got two more questions for you before we get you yeah. out of here. Um, uh, But I love what you said about, you know, you're, you're someone, you have the personality where it's like, you're going to jump on the opportunity because you don't know if that opportunity is going to come again. And it probably won't if you don't jump on it in that moment. Now, obviously you're at a, you're at a junior college. And so Uh that's, I imagine, you know, again, I I didn't play at that level, but I imagine there's a a mentality for a lot of guys that come through the program that where they're at, they're in your program, but they're looking ahead, right? They're looking ahead at that next level. How do, you, how do you teach them and how do you mentor them in a way where they're like, hey, I know you have bigger plans, but you've got to focus here right now. Like, How do you convey that to them?
1: You know, uh, for me, I just, oh man, it's, it's, I, always, I always try to have like an open door policy with my guys, especially with my linemen. Um, I always try to get to know them on a personal level. And I, I always, every time I see them, we talk and it's not always football, it's just personal stuff, whatever. But you know, we've had guys that oh man, I'm trying to go D1. It's like, look, I get it, you know, I get you're trying to get there, and you're probably gonna get there, but there's a process to everything, you know, and this is part of the process and this is step one and two. And if you really want to get there and get there the way you want to get there, you gotta get these, get this done here right now. And you know, my goal is I always tell these guys, my goal is to get you ready for the next level. Yeah, I want to win. But if, if you can get out of here with better skills and being a better all lineman and, and be a better guy for the next team you're going to play for, like my job's done. And I always just try to get them to understand the process. And it's all part of the process, the process, the process. And, and why you're here, it's part of it. So you got to give it your all, yeah. you know. Um, and, and some guys understand, some, some kids don't. And it's a battle all year long. And then you get to the end of the season and they're like, oh, I should have listened to your coach. And, even then, I'm just like, "Hey, man, it's, it's all good. Again, it's yeah. just part of the process. You know what I mean?" And and so that's what I we try to teach them and we try to preach to these guys, you know. And, and if I have any examples, I try to tell them and show them and explain it to them, like, man. Like, if you want to go here, and I know you're gonna go somewhere, but you gotta get this done now. You gotta get it done the other way we're asking you to. Because when these coaches are gonna come in and they're gonna ask me about you, they're gonna want to talk to me about you. What am I gonna tell them? Oh, he didn't want to listen. He doesn't want to do this. Like, so I always try to get my guys to buy it and understand, like, hey, man, it's just part of the process, and this is the process that you got to master while you're here, man. So, you know, it's it's always it's always good when I can talk to them, and then I also check in with them at night, like, hey, how's everything going? You good? How's school? You need anything? You need this? Okay, we'll go see so and so tomorrow when you get in the co- on campus, and you know. So I think I think some of the players take it well when they when you know the stuff that they're supposed to do when they ask you the question and you have the answer, they're like, all right, close what We are talking about so I got yeah. You know, so.
0: yeah. That's awesome, man. I think that's that's great advice, and that's a great, um, which is an awesome thing, man. Like, I love that. I love the process, the process, because I mean, it's it's yeah. not easy for anybody, for anything, right? Not just sports, but no,
1: for me, you know, I'm not a guy who's, uh, you know, I mean, it's been hard, you know, a lot of things have happened. You know, I, I, you know, went to school, played ball, I got out, played semaphore, blew my knee out twice, you know, a lot of things have happened, like, like for everybody, right? I mean, we all go through things, and it's life. I mean, but as long as you keep pushing forward and just try to understand that, Hey man, it's just part of the process. You know what I mean? And eventually you're going to get there. Um, and for me, that's just with everything, you know, I mean, shoot, like my house right now, I man. I'm trying to finish painting and doing this and doing that. Yeah. And there's days I come home and I'm like, Oh, what is this going to be done? But know, yeah, again, it's just, it's process and part of it. And yeah, you know, a couple more weeks and you'll have everything done, but that's, that's for me, man. I'm a big process guy. You know, I love, I love that. It's just me. That's just who I am.
0: Yeah. For sure. All right, man. We got, I got one more question for you. It yeah. Is the big one that we end with. Um, man, what do you want? What do you want your legacy to be for this, this home team of, you know, of Sacramento, of Galt, of Yuba, like all these yeah. areas that you've lived in, but like, like I said, Sacramento, the greater area, what do you want your legacy to be?
1: Man, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I just, um, as a player, like when I played football, uh, the last game that I ever played at the Juco level lost. And I walked off the field and I had a smile on my face. I was good. I was happy because I knew I, I knew I left it all on the field. You know, I knew, I knew that I gave everything I had on every single play. So I walked away and I wasn't disappointed. And that's the same thing for me as a coach and as a person, Uh, whether it be in a relationship, whether it be as a friend, whether it be as a coach on the field, like I'm going to give it everything I can. I'm going to give you everything I got. Uh, if, I got, if I can get some more, I'm going to give it for you. But just know that I'm always going to give you 110%, whether that be as a coach, as a mentor, as as um, whatever you need me to be. And I'm always going to be by your side. You know, I'm always going to be here to make sure that you're good. And at the end of the day, if 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 we don't accomplish what we start to be, but at least we should be happy with what we did because we put our all into it. I'm good with that. And at the end of the day, man, I mean, like for me, I'm just, I'm just that type of person that I'm going to give you all of me and more, you know, and, and if I can help you get better, I'm going to do whatever it is that I need to do, whether that be to push you, motivate you, or just buckle that last button on your helmet and you're good, like I'll be that guy, you know, and that's how I am on the team. I mean, there's been teams where I've been a film guy, you know, I do this film on Saturdays, you know. And if that's my job for that day and I make it happen and we're good and we win and we're successful, I'm happy with that. It's all about the team. So you know, that's, that's pretty much any, anybody, anybody who knows me knows that's just all, that's what I'm all about. So. Yeah. It's
0: awesome, man. Well, Hey man, it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate your time. Uh, I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule. Uh, where can they, where can they follow you guys? you the football team. If you want them to follow you, uh, so they follow we got you. Our,
1: our Instagram page. It's uh, you know, just Cuba, you would call football. At, on Instagram, we got a Facebook page, Juba College Football. Um, you know, we're we're just we're gearing up for summer ball, man. We're hopefully uh, it's it's been tough with recruiting. You know, the COVID has done a lot to recruiting. A lot, you know, we get a lot of out of state guys, um, yeah. and that's what it's hurt a lot of us a lot. It's hurt that us te- our team a lot in that aspect because a lot of guys ain't traveling out here no more. You know, yeah. just because either they're COVID sick, whatever, or they're just done with that. But yeah, man, Yuba College football, you know, we're just, uh, we're trying to get back on track here, man, make another run in another bowl game and, and win another bowl know. title. So that's awesome. So we're man. excited, we're excited, man, yeah, so.
0: That's all. Awesome. Where's your, where's your uh, restaurant located?
1: So uh, Cuatro Amigos Mexican Grill. It's right off of uh, Gateway Oaks and uh, El Camino. So it's on the west side of I-5, like in the Garden, the Green Haven. No, not the, I'm sorry, the Garden Highway area, over that area, so. Perfect. To go, yeah, check man, it out. So, go check yeah, it out yeah come by checking us out man we got the best burritos and tacos in town man so
0: <laughs> I, I'm not hey man I'm gonna be honest I'm not that way very often but I may have to make a special trip out that way
1: yeah man come by and see us man we, we've been we've been doing really well we well, long story short was we my partner and I we bought that from someone else we came in and said hey man like that was he was getting ready to shut it down and, and we were looking for an opportunity so we we made an offer we made it happen so we pretty much came in and we gutted the whole place. We, we put a whole new menu up and, uh, my business partner has had a bunch of restaurants before. So he's, he's kind of been through it already. So, um, and I'm, you know, I, I'm just kind of following his lead, man. And, you know, I'm working my normal job and then I'm doing that right now because I still got to pay my bills, you know, and we're still new, but, but we're doing well. I mean, it's getting busier, um, summertime's around the corner, you know, so we're, we're good. We're good. Things are happening and we're, we're, every day we're doing better and better, man. That's all, that's all we want to do. That's all we ask, you know? So
0: it's awesome, man. Well, I'd love to hear it. Hey man, again, appreciate thank you, man, thank you so much for taking some time, man. We always appreciate your support over all these years, man. And, uh, man, good luck with the season and good luck with everything you got going.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, man, I follow you guys. I love all the content that you guys put out, man. I love it. And you guys keep doing your thing, man. And all, and we'll just, uh, hopefully we'll meet in person down the road.
0: Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. All right. Take care.
1: All right, brother.